In Quite Confidential, Susan is struggling to come to terms with some issues with her mum, and lockdown regulations are presenting hurdles that seem insurmountable to overcome. Her problems have come to a head due to visiting rules at the care home where her mum is being looked after. Distraught and stressed, she has followed her GP's recommendation to talk to a counsellor. We join Susan at her first counselling session. Will she get the answers she hopes for? for seeing me. I think you're the first person I've had a proper face-to-face conversation with since we came out of lockdown. It's all a bit difficult, isn't it? Have you found it difficult? Oh, right, yeah, right, got it. You don't want to talk about yourself. That's not what this is about, is it? I feel a bit awkward, that's all, doing all the talking. It feels a bit rude. You know, usually in conversations, you talk a bit, then listen a bit. But this is more of a one-way thing, isn't it? Right. I guess we don't shake hands. People don't do that anymore, do they? No, no, that's that's fine. I won't offer you my elbow or my foot. (laughs) No, no, right. Sorry, I just talk a lot when I'm nervous and I'm I'm not good with silences. I I fill them. Guess that makes it easier for you. Plenty of scope to work me out. (laughs) Ah, yeah, anyway, I was told you're a a nurse as well as a counsellor. That's good. Hands on as well as head on. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Just another little joke. Anyway, thank you for fitting me in. You you must be busy with the two jobs. I brought a a mask with me. Do I need to wear it? No? Oh, that's good. Horrible things. I guess you need to read my face. No? Oh, but it probably helps not to have it on. More expressive without... Yes, I guess that's it. Uh, Shall I sit down? Anywhere? Are you sure? You probably need to be near your desk and and your phone. Oh, right. You won't be taking any calls and you you just listen. Oh, yes. Sorry. I'll sit, sit down, shall I, and get started. You probably want to rattle on. I'll go over here then, shall I? Looks like the best place. Gives us a nice distance so I'm not breathing on you. That looks nice and comfy, that old wing-back chair. Perfect. Just what I imagined you'd have. Right. Yes, okay, so um, I'll make a start then, shall I? I just need to check. Everything is confidential. I just need to be sure it won't be repeated. Oh good, that's great. It's quite confidential, all kept under wraps, just between us. Great. I just wanted to double-check, that's all. Oh, right, yes, water, that would be good. I am feeling a bit parched. I'll just help myself, shall I, from the cooler. Right, I'll get a glass. My mouth suddenly feels really dry. 
Oh, that's better. Wet my whistle. It's the thought of sharing this with someone. I find it so hard. It makes it all the more real. I'd like to shove it to the back of my mind, but this corona situation has brought it to a head. I've got to talk. I've got to share this and try to find a solution. Yes, yes, this is a GP's referral. I had one of those online consultations. They wanted to prescribe sleeping tablets, but I thought that's a bit of a dangerous route to take. Just putting a plaster on things, really. Not solving anything. So they suggested this, you know, CBT. Cerebral Behaviour Training, I think it stands for. No? Oh. Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. All right. Got you. But I was close, wasn't I? Not a bad guess. Anyway, they said that seeing a counsellor might help, so I I thought, what would my Labour MP do about this situation? (laughs) No, no, that was a joke. You know, a counsellor in politics compared to a counsellor like you, trained in giving advice. It's just a play on words. Sorry, no. Probably not very funny. (laughs) Oh yes, right, yeah, time's ticking on. Yes, the form you sent. I've got it here, it's in my bag. Well, I did find it a bit hard. Hard to dig a bit deep and I've never really told anyone the full story. But I thought if this is going to work, then I need to give you the answers. So right, yes, the first question on the form was... Describe my relationship with my mother. Well, it's good, yes, fine. Well, you know, they're never perfect, are they? Mother and daughter relationships, tricky. Yeah, and with a brother and a sister, we were always competing to be top dog, the sibling rivalry thing. Yes, I'm one of three. Me? Well, I was the youngest. <laughs> Think they'd run out of energy when they got to me, so I was a bit of a rebel. Yeah, well. There was faultless Freddy, my oldest brother, the super brains. Oxbridge, PhD, even rode for the university team. How much more perfect can you get? Then Samantha in the middle. Saintly Samantha. Yeah, squeaky clean, butter wouldn't melt. She was the archetypal perfect daughter, too. Went with mum and dad to church every Sunday. Even collected for Christian aid, so everyone in the village loved her. Oh, Samantha, you are good helping all those starving people in Africa, giving up all your time like this. And even knitting socks for the war veterans. Then little old me, with no claim to fame. Neither use nor ornament, mum said. I only wanted attention but they'd run out of steam by the time I arrived. So the years rolled by and I was under the radar. (laughs) A bit of rebel, I suppose. And it was so easy. They thought I was at uni doing sociology, but their eyes were off the ball, and I took advantage. Faultless Freddy had gone on to be a doctor. Saintly Samantha had stayed close to home and was churning out a string of children. And they were busy playing happy families with mum being super gran. Meanwhile, I wasn't at uni. I'd skipped the country and they didn't know. I kept up the pretense about uni, but I'd gone to Thailand. I thought... Well, I thought I'd have my gap year early and it was easy. 
I kept calling from my mobile and emailing and that did the trick. They were kept off the scent. All I heard was, Oh, Freddy is doing so well. His practice is expanding. They've made him a partner, don't you know? And Samantha's dropped another one. Oh, fabulous, her fourth. How do you have time for everything, Mum, running the church fate and being the perfect grand to four grandchildren? Anyway, I knew money wasn't easy to come by. Dad was just a lay preacher, so he didn't get paid for that, and Mum wasn't working. (laughs) Too busy with Samantha's tribe. But still, I asked for an advance. Small price to pay, don't you agree? I was off the hands. And I convinced them I would pay them back within the year. They thought it was for my student books and rent, except it wasn't. I'd got myself into a bit of a pickle in Thailand. No. No, I'd rather not go into the details. You don't need them, do you? No, good. I wouldn't want that going down in your notes. So, they sent the money. It's easy with a bank transfer. You can be anywhere in the world. And I thought, well, it was only robbing Peter to pay Paul. It was what they'd saved up for Samantha's grandchildren. They called it their kids' club. It was going to go into building societies or something for all Samantha's tribe, which I thought was daft anyway. They wouldn't thank them for it. And I was in a really big hole. I had to have that money or I wouldn't be sitting here now. It got nasty out there in Asia. But your sins always find you out, don't they? Or whatever that quote is. So, I had to go home. I had no choice. The digs at uni that I said I had weren't real. I'd never put down a deposit and never paid any rent. I'd never even gone to uni, not even for Freshers' Week. And the mates I made in Thailand, well, (laughs) they were just good-time guys. They were backpackers who just up and left when things got nasty. So, there I was, 19 years old. No money. No friends. And nowhere to go, so I had to go home. I thought I'd ride it out, blag my way out of it. I told Mum and Dad that uni had recommended the year in Asia. I told them that I'd seen a careers advisor who'd said I'd needed a bit more life experience and that by having a year out I'd get more out of my course. I said I hadn't told them about going to Thailand because they had so much on their plates with the church and all the grandchildren. Oh, and then Dad died. Gentle, lovely, gullible Dad, who fell for all my lies. It was him who persuaded Mum to give me the money. She wasn't going to do it. She said it would be much better for me in the long term if I learnt to stand on my own two feet and get a part-time job to pay for my books and accommodation. She said that's what Freddy had done, and it hadn't done him any harm. Well, I stuck to my guns, and she never checked about the careers advisor. But she didn't have to. She knew it was a lie. She could see right through me. I could tell. And then, she went quiet on me. And that was worse than the rages. Then she lost her fight. 
She felt so ashamed because she'd told the grandchildren they were going to have little pots of money that would grow so they'd all have a good start in life. And now it had gone. All thrown away by me. Very honest, my mum. Never lets anyone down. Sticks to her word. And then mum got really withdrawn. She gave up everything, the church, the fate, seeing the grandchildren. She started getting forgetful. It seemed like the wind had completely gone out of her sails. She couldn't cope. And then she went into a care home. Freddie paid. Then this happened, the pandemic, and I can't see her. She's in a home and they won't let me see her. I've tried everything to persuade them. I've got to make amends, you understand, don't you? I think the Americans call it closure. If I come clean and we clear the air, she might perk up and come home. We could be a bubble. I'd look after her and we could get back to having our spats. I wouldn't mind any more. She could say what she liked. I'd take it all. I'd let her talk about faultless Freddy and saintly Samantha to her heart's content. Oh, yes. I've gone as high as you can go at the care home. I've spoken to the manager, but she's a tough old boot. Hard as nails. No heart. You've got to understand we can't make exceptions, she says. Everyone is having to make sacrifices. Like a broken record every time I call. Can't risk infection. Only qualified nurses allowed at bedsides. So, nurses like you, complete strangers can go in just because you happen to have the right letters after your name. It's a farce. So what do I do? I am at my wit's end. Be strong and I will find the answers. Is that all you've got to offer? But I thought you would help. Are you really qualified or did you skip college too? Oh, sorry. No, I didn't mean to snap, but really, popping sleeping pills isn't the answer. I've got to sort this. She's going downhill, I can tell. They've let me talk to her once or twice on the phone, but she barely recognises my voice. I have got to get to see her and see her face to face to come clean before it's too late. Look inside myself and all will become clear. What? I have poured my heart out and spent good money on this and you say nothing helpful, nothing at all. Oh, right. All about me finding the answers, is it? I have to sort this out. Okay. You said you were a nurse before you were a counsellor. Where did you study? Out of interest? Oh, you can't tell me. <laughs> well, that's convenient. I'll just use my phone then and look you up. Good, right, now I've found you. Could I borrow that pad? No. Huh, contamination, right. I'll find my own paper. I've got some in my bag somewhere. And your qualifications? Oh, you're not happy to give those? Well, they were all on the paperwork. Right, that's absolutely fine. Here we are, got it. Got your business card. That gives me everything I need. Super. Thank you very much. 
In fact, I'll take another couple of cards. They'll be useful. Right. And you said everything is confidential. Quite confidential. Yes, unless I'm going to harm myself or others. Super. So, if anyone follows up on a visit you were about to make to Love's Lane Care Home, we didn't have this conversation. Quite Confidential was performed and written by Wendy Wormsley and produced by Rich McPherson. You can subscribe to the Headpieces podcast to hear more new bite-sized dramas. Thank you for listening.